Alright y'all, welcome back to Down for the Count. We did do a full live review of Elimination Chamber right after the show. I was able to get Alexis in there with me. Unfortunately, Nicole still had to work, but she popped in later. We had a little light convo. I'm going to keep all of that in there because it was a good conversation. But for the first hour, we talked about Elimination Chamber and all of the matches. We went match by match. In the beginning, there was just a little bit of... um live reaction to what I was seeing on the show because there was about 10 minutes um, after the match that was really, really good with Kevin showing up and all kinds of stuff. So you guys, hope you guys enjoyed this review of Elimination Chamber. Hope you guys enjoyed the convo. This happened on my live on my YouTube channel. So you can always pop up over there if you want to. But without further ado, here's our review of Elimination Chamber. And it is... Featuring down for the counts, of course, me and Alexis. Welcome to the show, ladies and gents. We're here. We talk about wrestling. Charlotte beat me. Uh-oh. I put you in a neck brace before. I have no problem doing it again. You haven't seen it, honey. I was. Oh, bitch! Now <laughs> the fuck y'all did? So much balls! <laughs> what is happening? There's too much balls on that ranch. Too many red balls. Look at all these balls. Look at this. Damn! Oh, Jesus! We are witnessing child abuse on TV, Lord. Oh, have mercy. Now, watch your mouth when you talking to me, ho. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. You ain't getting nothing. You don't get nothing. You either earn it or you don't. You pasty bitch. That ain't how this works. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Hit it with a zigzag. Let's go, baby. Let's go, dog. Let's go. I'm fucked with it. We sick of your shit. Hey, girl. Hey. Life, relationships, pop culture. Well, I'm going in. I'm listening. And he'll be looking at me. He will be looking at me and he will go to sleep. <laughs> he will go to sleep. Look at me in my face. I'm talking to you. We talk about it all, baby. So, y'all ready? I know y'all ready. Because it's showtime. And that's on the ancestors, baby. Let's just be on the other side. 
Oh, Jesus. Go KO. That was my JV. Oh. Come on, Kevin! Kevin, get that ass! Get him, Kevin! Get him! Get him, Kevin! Get him! Let's go! Come on! in the bathroom on her phone. Mm -hmm, watching uh Medea. Okay, I'm going to go back. Oh my god. I still think they should have did what I said. Yeah. And despite all of that, everything that he said, Kevin was still having his back. Mm -hmm. Kevin still had his back. In spite of everything, he was still there for him. This is fucking nuts. I don't know. He's going to have to make amends with Kevin. He's going to have to figure this out. Well, come on. 
Cody gave him encouragement, and I, and I give him kudos for that. He did his best. It's too many times where circumstances are not letting him. Roman been them been had at least three or four instances where that title was not. Well, it should have changed. It should have changed hands. Yeah. Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, just to name a few. Like he very well could have won this match, and it just it just sucks. It just sucks. It sucks so bad. Like it just, it just, it just hurts. Is the best way to explain it. Okay, so I'm just waiting for everybody to come in. Where my glasses at? Can you get my glasses, please? Why well, ain't gonna go down there? You sitting in the doorway, baby. But I'm sitting up. Okay. I had to put my glasses on so I could see, child. That sucks. That sucked so bad. To watch Sammy almost get it like seven, like three times, four times. <sighs> Fuck. That hurt. That broke my heart. All right. Elimination Chamber is in the bag. It is done. I'm waiting on to see if the girls will pop in. I gave them the link. So I'm waiting on them to pop in. Hold tight, y'all. All right, I'm going to get into everything as soon as I let Alexis in, and then we'll talk about the show. Hopefully, Nicole can pop in. I know she's um, at work, but um, I didn't have a chance to do everything I needed to do this week, but wow, that was, it was well done, like, Uncle Trip Trip, well done, sir. You redeemed yourself from Royal Rumble, honestly. I mean, WrestleMania obviously is going to be good, but that was solid, okay? It really, really was. So let's get into the show. I'm going to try and do it as much as I can from how... Oh, they're gonna be doing all types of TV spots from famous movies and shit for this. Mm -hmm. We already saw the Joker one. That shit was 
hilarious. Try you can turn that off, put it back on the home screen. Oh my god. Get into it. That whole pay-per-view was just emotional, man. It was so much. It was it was wow. First of all, I don't I'm not gonna start with the women's chamber first. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the men's because Montez Ford. Montez Ford proved that he's great in a tag team, but he is amazing on his own. His gear was off the charts, ridiculous. Bianca, if you made that, which I'm assuming you did, hats off to you, girl. She did. Um, Kenny actually put in the group chat, she had an Instacart, a sewing machine, because she didn't have it done. and She needed to finish it. <laughs> God. Well, she did amazing. I'm very proud of her. I'm proud. I'm more as proud of Montez and what he was able to do in that chamber. He did absolutely amazing in that chamber. It was so, 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 so good. The men's chamber to me was better than the women's. The women's chamber didn't really start to pick up until towards the middle. And that's when you started to have some more fun with the chamber. Um, but the men's chamber just, they had an even kill of people in there that had just enough spark and just enough, you know, to make it go over the top. There was some spots in the men's chamber that were just fucking gnarly. Gargano just off the top of the damn, off that the was, top of the, like, it that was, was like, Fucking awesome. I'm like, Jesus. You had Bronson Reed slamming in everybody. Them titties was tittying all night. Like, that that chamber was good. For it to be not a lot of big, 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 big names in that chamber. And it to be more like Seth and Gargano. And then you can throw Theory in there being the bigger guys, I guess you could say, and them having like some guys who are coming in and coming up, but for them to perform the way that they did, they solid. Like they got the future of the E in their hands. Right. They got it. It was just so, 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 so good. And I was like, this is, this is what I was hoping the chamber was going to be like. And it was, it was so good. And it was so much fun, but I am so proud of Montez. Because Montez showed up, he showed out, he was still himself, he didn't mm -hmm. change who he was, he didn't change nothing, he just was turning himself up by a 50, and he looked good, he performed well, I just wish, I just wish they would have just given him the belt, like, I just wish they would have gave it to him. I all the theory got his ass whooped the whole fucking match. And that's, that's the thing that, like, okay, so, um... Me and Kenny and like everyone was talking about this because we were all watching the show together. And that whole thing, like the match itself was really good. Like Priest was showing up like that. I'm like, can we get this Damien Priest back? Right. Like, I right. want I want him back. Seth was just being a menace as usual. Like Johnny Gargano looked like he was in his element. Montez was definitely a fucking star. And Bronson Reed, like, he actually got pops from the crowd. Yeah, so he did. It's, 
And he hadn't been getting that. And I was just like, okay, well, you know, shit, he's getting something from people now. But that ending, when I tell you, Hmm. I want Seth to curb stomp the veneers out of fucking Jake or Logan Paul's mouth at WrestleMania. I figured he was coming in there when Montez was laid out and they didn't roll him out of there. They walked him out. That was a clear sign. Okay, this is a spot and Paul's coming in there. And when he came in, I knew it because it was still open. The cage was open. And I was just like, and I, I knew it. I knew it. And there, Austin Theory has had the title. He's gotten into three title matches. And every single time something happens to help him keep his championship, he never wins it on his own merit. It's always somebody always either helping him or he wins it by happenstance. Like it's something weird that happens to keep him with that championship. And it just, I'm just like, I could fuck with Theory better if he won it on his own. You know, mm-hmm. if the match is clean, there's really nothing I can say, right? If the match is clean, you can turn it off, babe. Match is clean. Right. I'm just like, okay, Theory won. Kudos to him. I can't even be mad at him. You know what I'm saying? It is right. what it is. But it's this is every single time he defends that title or every time he goes for it, some bullshit happens and he keeps it. See, like, and I would have had no problem with Theory retaining if it didn't happen like that now i have not been watching wrestling lately the workload for school has just been really kicking my ass so i I, i'm i'm not afraid to admit that i i just kept i catch wrestling on clips like on twitter and instagram and youtube and all that stuff i wouldn't have been mad if he retained if logan paul didn't show up yeah, I would have been fine with a ref bump and him cheating and like anything else. Facts. But it, it's just like this easily could have been the A plus match of the night. It, it it really is. It really it's up there. I'm not gonna it, lie. It's up there, but it went just like, and this is just my opinion. I think him getting involved kind of took me out of it a little bit because like these five men were or six men were beating the shit out of each other. They were using that that elimination chamber in like ways we've never seen it before. Like Gargano and Seth trapping Theory in the pod with them and beating his ass. That was dope. I love that. that. I don't think that's ever been done. Not not with two people. No. And Michael, I thought I don't know if it was Michael Cole or Corey, and you're like, it's like getting your ass stomped in a phone booth. Period. <laughs> Somebody said that, but like it, it was just that. I'm not saying it. It take it took away from the entire match, but I walked away kind of pissed off because Montez, fucking great, Gargano. Again, you could put Gargano in any kind of match and he will make it like awesome. And I and that's I'm not a huge fan of his, but I respect the work that he puts in, you know. Right. Uh, Bronson Reed, he finally is getting a little bit of pop from the crowd because 
We've had this issue. We've talked about this. The big guys who can't run ropes or anything. Bronson did not look exhausted. He did not look tired. That and I, I thought that was great. I mean, Theory even pulled something, even though I thought that was Grayson Waller who was walking down the ramp at first. <laughs> um, because him and Grayson Waller look too much alike for me. Like I don't know. It's like default character wrestling. Uh, Stop. He does. Come on. Who Logan Paul and Grayson? <laughs> they do look alike. Yeah, they do. I told you. I was thinking about that when he came down. I'm like, is that Grayson Waller? Seth is just a menace, and he's he's just like Gargano. You can put him into anything, and it will fucking be great. And again, got to see the Damian Priest that I wanted to fucking see before he joined up with Judgment Day. No, Daddy, he lost. Yeah. But I'm telling you, if you want to hear me scream, though, and you can use it in the podcast if you want to, you have my permission. During the Elimination Chamber, I was just screaming, like, especially when Montez is climbing up. <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck's he going? And then he just drops, and oh. I just scream. Oh, my God. Montez like, I, amazing. He did. When I, no, he he was the last of the three. He was one of the last three. He got curb stomped real bad. It looked worse than it was. But they made it look like it was really, really bad. Yeah. And he just, he he really did absolutely amazing in that chamber. I can't say that enough. I think they need to look at guys like Gargano and Montez because these aren't the guys. And even like, I want to say Bronson Reed. I want to give him another chance because. I, I, can, I can agree with that. I like, 100% agree with that. I think Bronson, though, has to come up with something that's better than this. I'm, I'm the, I'm the bruiser type of character because that's just gonna keep falling short every time. He's got to have something else to give besides just being mad. And I think he will because before he came back to WWE, he was in New Japan putting in good matches too. So maybe you know they'll figure something out with them. Triple H seems to be really good. Yeah, but like, and I'll put Priest in there too, like, because Priest is tall, but he's not like ripped or whatever. But if you look at Gargano, Montez, uh, Reed, and uh, Priest, that is your present and your future. I'm not saying Seth is the past, but Seth is leading the charge. Where, think about it, if this was still under Vince, would any of these guys have been in that elimination chamber? No. No, this is this is the time where I would say Triple H did a good job picking the men's chamber. It was a smart chamber because what you did is you gave us an X Factor in Montez Ford. You gave us a high flyer in Gargano, a bruiser in Bronson. You gave us a combo character in both Theory and in um, Seth Rollins, and then you've got another bruiser with speed in um, Damian Priest. So he covered all his bases in terms of each particular category from technician, high flyer, speed, and everything else. He covered that. And at first, looking at the chamber as it is, you, you're going to question it like, mm, 
you know, maybe they maybe they should have put somebody else in there. Maybe Bobby should have been in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You like, no. like maybe somebody else should have been in there that's been in there besides Seth Rollins. You know, maybe somebody else should have besides Theory should have been in there, but they did a good job. And I don't know um how they were able to set this up. And I, I know that it was because each guy is talented enough to be able to excel. Each talent, each guy has enough talent mm -hmm. to be able to do the task. And they really performed effectively. I was very, very happy with the men's chamber. I'm, I mean, it was just so good. I can rewatch it now and be happy watching it again. It's one of those mm -hmm. type of matches. And I... But I, I can't I can't say the same for its counterpart. And well, before, well, before we move on to the women's match, um, I just want to say this. I did not think I ever needed to see a Johnny Gargano Seth Rollins feud. But they actually were kind of like the way they were working together. And then when they were sitting on top of the one pod and they're just like, OK, cool. And then they just start hitting each other. <laughs> I don't know. Like me and Kenny found that so funny. And I'm like, when they were sitting on top of the chamber, yeah, on top of the pod, and they started and like, like listening, and yeah, they they're like fighting. Yeah. I think they would make having a great feud with each other. I think and that'd then, be amazing. And then with Montez, I mean it's proof like Bronson still has some work to do. Not gonna lie on that. But you can take guys like Montez and Priest. And put them in like matches like this because you know they will deliver. Yeah, Judgment Day needs to go. Judgment I yeah, Day I, needs to go, and not because they're not a good enough faction. Because faction wise, on the surface, outside of my personal feelings, right? They're yeah. fine. They're 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 a decent faction. I don't have an issue with that. The problem is, I feel like Judgment Day stifles each one of them individually, especially Damian Priest. Um, right now, Rhea Ripley's got bigger fish to fry. And running around with Judgment Day isn't going to do her any good. Um, mm -hmm. She may think it does, going character-wise, you may think it will, but it won't. And Damian Priest has bigger fish to fry, too, because he could be going after bigger and better things instead of running around with Judgment Day, protecting them in matches all the fucking time. You could right. be going back after Theory for the United States Championship or actually posing an actual threat to Roman or or anybody else. Like, you could have been doing anything other than what you're doing right now. Anything. So, as far as I'm concerned, the, I think Judgment Day needs to implode within the next couple of weeks. If not Monday, they need to implode. They need to implode within the next couple of weeks. It needs to be a done deal. Finn needs to be separate. Priest needs to be separate. I don't care if they're heels or faces. Do whatever. Send Rhea Ripley's ass to SmackDown so she can torment Charlotte. And they can keep going back and forth until Mania. And leave it at that. But they need to do something. Because this right here was proof that Damian Priest definitely is beyond where he yep. is in that group. He definitely is. And I mean, I all these men did great. And kudos to freaking all of them. But I'm going to I'm going to save my thing for Judgment Day when we get to the mixed tag match. So oh, Lord Jesus. Cuz no, that's when I'm I I I have some words. So, like I said, I mentioned earlier that I can't say the same for the women's elimination chamber in the counter to say that it was just an amazing match. It Sorry. was okay. 
No, real quick. You want to know something really cute that Rico just told me? What? Because you know how it was uh, Johnny's son's first birthday? Yeah, it was yesterday, I think. Yeah. Rico just sent me this. Johnny's gear was themed Bluey because that's Quill's favorite show. Oh, that's cute. Oh, my God. He's going to start crying, y'all. I haven't cried way too damn much tonight, and this eye cream is not cheap, okay? Like, I need to stop. She keep crying, y'all. She cried. I'm tired of crying. This has been a very emotional night for me, man. I ain't gonna even lie. When we get to Roman and, and Sammy, I... Oh, my God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, the women were up first, and I kind of figured they were gonna put their chamber up first. Their chamber was relatively short. From what I can remember about Chambers, it it went by pretty fast. Um, I'll, I'll say this. The first two girls they had out there was Liv and Natalia, and they did okay. The next person they let out was Carmella, and then it was Nikki Cross. Well, it was Raquel, then it was Carmella, and then it was Nikki Cross. This match did not start picking up until everybody got in there. Nikki got eliminated first, and then um, Carmella was out, or Raquel was out. One of them was out. Well, actually, Carmella ended up lasting longer. So it had yeah. to be Natalia that went out after Nikki. It, no, it um, was it was Liv. It was Liv because Liv went first because Natty and Oscar did a double submission on her. Oh yeah, Liv was out. So it was so it was Nikki Cross, then it was Liv. Then no, Liv, Liv, Liv went first. She was no, the Nikki first was one. Gone already. I thought Liv was eliminated first. No. Okay. No. Nikki had got eliminated. Um one of them landed on her. I think it was Oscar that kicked her or whatever. But mm. Nikki got eliminated first. Liv went out next and then it was um Raquel I can't remember. Either you way, know what? I know we we rank on Raquel, but like ever since she came up, she's came up to the main roster. She has been really putting in the work. She's fine. I didn't, I don't have a problem with any of the women in this match. In my opinion, the match itself, yeah, they they double pinned her. I remember that. That they were down to the last three when that happened. So Raquel and um. Oscar and Carmella were the last three in that match. Natalia went before that, and then Liv went before that. So that's that's how that went. Um, I just it just wasn't as exciting as I wanted it to be, or as much as it could be. And I knew that Oscar was gonna be the one to win. It's no shade to anybody, but if I am talking about WrestleMania. I want the biggest marquee I can have. You already have Rhea on Charlotte. Who's next in line? No shade to Carmella, but she's not it. Well, I mean, Carmella just came back. And, you know, we're glad she's back after going through something that we wouldn't wish our worst enemy to go through. So we're glad she's back. She's healthy. She's happy. All that. Uh, Raquel's not there yet. Natty... <sighs> No. No, I mean, I'm trying to think of something nice to say, though, because... I'm not going to say it nicely. Well, I'm just going to okay, tell well, you no. Because well, it's not be... even like me trying to be mean. I'm just saying, like, 
No shade to Natalia. We all know that Natalia is the queen of the technicians. We all know that. We're nobody's questioning Natalia's wrestling capability, but you're talking about carrying a feud for an entire month leading into Mania and possibly headlining one night of Mania. Or at least co-headlining. And you like, want Natalia to be on the other side of that? No. Like, no, I, I wouldn't mind it for SummerSlam. I wouldn't mind it for Money in the Bank. I wouldn't even mind it if, if this was happening at Elimination Chamber. I wouldn't be pissed. I'd be like, okay, talk your shit, whatever. But you're talking about a whole fucking month of Natalia going back and forth with Bianca Belair for no. a month? I'm, oh, I'm going to be mean. There ain't no way in hell Liv would have been able to carry that. Beyond all, no, and I'm not trying to dislive, but it would uh, only take one promo between Liv and Bianca, and Bianca would hurt her feelings and make her cry. Because she's still with that, that crybaby, you know, Melanie Martinez, dark pop, whatever bullshit. But mm -hmm. like, no, I mean it. Like, be, it would only take one promo, and her ass would just Bianca would read her to filth, and there would be no coming back from that. I'd be like, you know what? She just insulted me. I ain't coming to work for the next forty-two days. Now find somebody else for WrestleMania. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to sound harsh, but come on. Come her, on. And, and this, like I said, it's no shade to Carmella. It's, it has nothing to do with her personal life. This is just going off of what we've seen. Carmella had like three opportunities at 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 Bianca before she dropped, like right after she dropped the title, and before she dropped it back. Mm -hmm. Like she had many, she had more opportunities amongst these women. She's had more shots at Bianca, both on SmackDown and on Raw than any other woman on that roster. Even sure. more than Becky. Even more than Bailey. Just just a side note, I'm happy that Bailey was not in this elimination chamber. Um, granted, you know, this wasn't the best women's elimination chamber. I'm not going to hold that against them. I think my favorite elimination chamber, though, was for the tag titles for the yep. women. That yep. was cool. Definitely is my favorite. I am so glad that that feud with her and Bianca are over for the time being. And it's just going to be uh, Bianca and Asuka because, and Bailey fans can come for me. She has not been hitting since she's came back. That's because of this whole damage control shit. And I, I'm hoping that, that that faction gets broken up so we can see how EO and Dakota fare on their own. You know what I'm saying? Right. Here's the thing though. I feel like if they had replaced Nikki or Carmella with Becky, this chamber would have been better. It we, just probably would have, we probably would have gotten Becky versus Asuka for a hot second, too. That would have probably been the last two in the chamber that I feel like would have it would have worked. And it just it, this one didn't have enough star power in it for it to level itself out. And while Natalia, yes, Natalia counts as a star, especially with they her being her hometown, she does not command the type of attention that Oscar does. And to mm -hmm. be quite frank, she only pulls that kind of attention in Montreal. Liv command more attention than she do any going around in any other city. So mm -hmm. 
like all them people started booing when Liv got it uh, eliminated. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm telling you, like, I, I just match wise, it was good. They had some spots. Nikki went through the, um, Nikki went through the, the chamber pod. Um, they had some good pieces in there, but it just, to me, it, it wasn't as good as the men's. I'm sorry. Um, it was okay. I'm glad that it was, um, it did what it did, but I'm, I'm going to need, I'm going to need Candice LeRae to show up in Elimination Chamber next year. This would have been a good option, too. You could have taken out Nikki for Candice. Candice would have made it fun. She would have been what Gargano was to the men's chamber. And that's what Nicole was saying a couple weeks back when they were still picking the people to be in the chamber. I think that next year, Triple H really need to mix up this bag a lot better for the girls and give us something that we can really look forward to. Because if not, I'm not going to be interested in watching Elimination Chamber. Like, I'm I mean, dead ass. Was Elimination Chamber in Saudi last year? Yes. That's why yes, I don't remember was. watching it. Okay. Yes, I would have been... I would have, you know, put Candace in there. I would have put like Io Shirai in there just to see what she could do because we all know she can fucking go. Shotzi um, would have been good to go in the chamber. Shotzi. Yeah. I, I think I think next year they just need to be like, okay. No and no offense to any of these women, but some of y'all weren't ready. Some of y'all don't have have the personality. Nikki, they're gonna do something good with her because she was she was a she was a funny mess like this whole show like that whole time. Now but I really liked Liv in the chamber. I don't think she did exceptionally well, but she did okay in the chamber. Oscar was always great. Um, I think Raquel did all right for her to be the big person in the chamber, and Natalia had a spot. To me, yeah. Carmella, this was not her type of match. She shouldn't have been in it. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people. Are rooting for Carmella, and like I said, personal stuff aside, we're not looking at the personal. We're talking about mm -hmm. what we saw. She was the weakest link in this chamber. Everybody else had a stronger showing. Even Nikki was high flying off the top of the pod, like she was giving you something. All Carmella got is super kicks. No, babe. And I was no. telling this. I was telling this in the group chat. I think the reason why I love Nikki Cross. Is just because she is not afraid. She's like Candace. She's not afraid to put her body on the line. And she'll like jump off one of the elimination chambers and then she'll pop right back up. And I'm just like, damn, like this bitch is legit fucking crazy. <laughs> but I will say one thing I did like about Carmela in this match was her fucking gear. I need to know. Who is making this girl's gear? Because I need those pants. I don't need the whale tail because I'm too old for that. But I want those fucking pants. <laughs> I do like her gear. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I like it. I've Dude, always been a fan of those baggy pants. I just like I just like the way that looks. Like all you kids want the white kids. All you kids want this Y2K aesthetic. This is the shit that, that we were wearing. This was that what we were wearing. Or take your cues from from two thousands, Janet, because Janet yeah. Janet was serving all of that, all of it. Like Janet would give you the the, the low baggy jeans, and she had her abs out. 
white tee cut off midriff showing. Janet was giving you everything, honey. Mm -hmm. She was serving. What? <laughs> I saw uh, this press conference asking about the potential WWE sale. You can't, you can't enjoy the damn elimination. I don't want to talk about the sale, the sale of WWE. We can do that next week. Let's just talk about Elimination Chamber because this, this is the, I'm going to admit this. This is the one pay-per-view I haven't felt this way in a really long time. I went into this show with so much emotions and yelling and screaming. I was acting like I was actually in Montreal. It was so well done. It was well done. And we when you... When you watch a show from your house and you start acting like you're at the show, right? That is a sign that you are being entertained, that you are into this. That's what I have been missing from wrestling. And anytime I feel that, that takes me back to when I started watching wrestling and it makes me happy. Sorry, that was just my side rant for the night. Oh, you're fine. I just, God, I love, like, this show was so fucking good. It really was. So <laughs> we got to move on. All right. Let's go to Lesnar and Bobby's match. But we, the, girlies, the girlies are winning at Mania because we got Asuka versus Bianca. That's going to Rhea versus Charlotte. Yes. The girls are winning. It's going to slap. <laughs> Telling you, it's about to be a time. It's uh, about to be a time. But Brock Lesnar went up against Bobby Lashley tonight, and <laughs> this was the bathroom break match. This match was funny. Um, there was there was it was just Spears and, and F fives, like two meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> that was pretty much it. I'm sure Big E was in his bag, honey. In his bag. <laughs> you couldn't tell me I wasn't Janet in the early 2000s, period. Man, I can't Janet's talk. Aesthetic. I thought I thought I was baby spice. That like, was so her I can't... with them damn jeans. And used to wear the color heels with the, with the um jeans. It was it was everything. The candies with the stripe in the back. Yep. 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 I couldn't wear those shoes. They made me look like I was six foot five. I can't. But, like, this match wasn't, I mean, it's what you can expect out of a Brock Lesnar match. And, like, Bobby Lashley's just super athletic as shit. For, like, a guy his size, he shouldn't be able to be athletic as he is. Um, Brock looks like he's been, Brock's been looking like he's been losing weight, though. Like, yeah. he's kind of toning up again. So, it's, yeah. like, cool. But, I mean, it was a short, sweet match. Not much what you were expecting. And I think they're going to, I mean, like, it was disqualification, which was kind of like, but that shows you Brock was scared of Bobby because he had to re resort to kicking him, low blowing him, and making sure that the ref saw it. Yeah. Brock, Brock ended up, now, I remember Friday, Bray Wyatt made it very clear to whoever won the match, he was coming after him. Now, technically, Bobby Lashley won this match. He did. So this is going to be interesting because Bray could very well go after both of them. I mean, it is an Uncle Howdy and a Bray Wyatt. So 
I think before they do that, they're going to be teasing us that for a while because we really don't know who Bray Wyatt's next victim is. Exactly. I think they're going to run Bobby versus Lesnar at Mania. And that will be like the last time they're on each other because, you know, after Mania, that's when Brock kind of goes into the the abyss for a while and we don't see his ass again until around SummerSlam. Right. Or Money in the Bank that one weird ass time. But like after WrestleMania, you start noticing like Brock's going to be tempering off. So. I couldn't get over that man's damn ponytail. I didn't even notice it at first. And then it's lumped over his head. I'm like, what the fuck? Your wife lets you just shave it. Just shave the whole thing, Brock. Like, come on. I tell you that my mother was in here tripping over that damn Goro ponytail. My mom was going off. I hope y'all hear it in the videos I posted because she was acting up. I love your mom when she watches wrestling with me. She's fucking crazy, but I love her. Hi, mom. She's stupid. <laughs> so, oh, Sam's at the press conference. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Kenny said, I wanted this match to be first because we've seen this match happen before, but at the same time, I'm glad it wasn't first because this was a cleanser mode almost. It was. It was. What I liked about that was that it wasn't super long. It was a very short moment. And even though it wasn't like anything to write home about, each man got off their signature move, and that was pretty much it. They each did their finisher signature move, and they was done with it. Mm-hmm. There, what left what I liked about it is that it left it up to chance as to who Bray Wyatt is going to choose to start to torment. To me, the easier target is Bobby Lashley because he's going to be around, right? You don't know what Brock Lesnar's going to do. Bobby's the easier target. I go after Bobby personally. I mean, he could he could fuck with both of them, and that could lead up to something going down at Mania. I mean, sure. I, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at that at all. I just think that if I was picking one, if I had to pick one, Bobby would be my target. Yeah, because you want the guy who actually shows up to work. Yeah. I mean, that's no insult to Lesnar, but it's the God honest truth. Child, that ponytail. That and ponytail was pulling, honey. When he when he was hung over and it went. And I just saw, I thought that was the funniest fucking thing for some reason. So do you put a stipulation on this when you do a Brock Lesnar and Bobby match? Um, Even if you put a stipulation on it and give them another match, I don't think anybody's going to sit around and wait for a new match. See, the, like, the, thing just, with, the thing with a Brock Lesnar match, because like I just said, Bobby Lashley, hella athletic, and, you know, I'm glad he's in the WWE, and he's getting the recognition he deserves. Bobby Lashley can be put into any kind of match. Like, you could drop him into an elimination chamber match and let him go crazy. You know, he'd probably have fun beating people because that's what he does. Thanks. But Lesnar... Lesnar cannot hold out when it comes to a special stipulation match. The only difference was that match he had with Roman at SummerSlam... Yeah. Because there wasn't a whole lot of wrestling. It was like character work. A lot of spots. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you can't fucking top Brock Lesnar riding out on a fucking tractor, lifting the ring up, Roman spilling out the way that he did. Right. 
And Brock just sitting there laughing, having a good old time, looking like he just, you know, hunted down a wild boar and just started eating it like raw. You know? Sex. <laughs> he was happy. I was like, Jesus Christ. I've never seen Brock Lesnar like actually smile before. <laughs> that, that damn, using that damn tractor trailer was what helped him out. You know, he got a farm. You know, he's, he's happy on the farm. You know, he's singing, she thinks my tractor session. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> She's a mess. But I think, but um, I, I think they're going to run this match one more time at WrestleMania. Um, I think Bobby needs, I think if they do, Bobby needs to win so Lesnar can go away for a while and then they can start the, the Bray Wyatt. Bobby Lashley match because that's going to be something with Lashley because Lashley is like unshakable so it's going to take a while for Bray they got to work it right this time for Bray to be able to scare Bobby if that makes sense that's just my honest opinion is but Bobby I try to be the first one to get kicked out of Judgment Day <sighs> honestly Bray. I don't care they, I, I, you know what? I've been telling y'all this for months. Nobody wanted to fucking believe me, but here we are. I just want to say I would murder for Beth Phoenix's fucking arms, cause Jesus Christ! I don't know what um Raquel did with her hair, but <laughs> she had a big ass braid in the middle of her hair during her match, and I was like, "What? Okay, girl, like you." But anyways, we got the, the match with the Judgment Day and the Grit Couple. This, um, this wasn't a bad match. Let me, I'm, I'm just going to start off by, you know, compliment sandwich. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was very entertaining. Rhea got what she fucking deserved. Period. Ray, or, uh, Finn got what he fucking deserved. I'm sorry. He... He came out with that goddamn Cobra Commander mask on. I lost my shit. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to take you seriously? I you coming out here looking like a hot topic Cobra Commander. Stop. He did. Come on. But, and this is actually something I want to have with everybody in the chat. And you, you guys can hit us up on Twitter. We can start an opinion poll. Dom's interference really was irritating me to the point where you heard them saying, fuck you, Dominic. And when he brought his ass out there. And after a while, I kind of got upset. Now, hear me out on why I got upset. Dominic was not in that match. He was not part of it. He was the bitch on the outside. That was his part. Rhea and Beth were putting on a dream match in that ring. I didn't even care about Edge and Finn. I'm just like, let them just beat the shit out of each other. Like, I'm okay with just this, you know? And the whole time the crowd was yelling, fuck you, Dominic. And I'm like, okay, ignore the child. Focus what's in the ring. And they just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. I'm like, okay. What I'm trying to get at is I'm concerned, and I've told you this before, I am concerned of two things. We all know Rhea's going to go face Charlotte at WrestleMania. 
I want Rhea to be Rhea Ripley. I want her to be in her top form when she goes against Charlotte Flair. I am concerned that Dominic will either A, do some dumb shit that costs her the title, which nobody wants to see, right? Because we all want this just to be a good match. We want we want this to be a good match. Or he does something that causes Charlotte to lose. Rhea retains the belt. But people then start dogging on her because she didn't win the title clean. She had to use Dominic to win it. That is my concern. After tonight, we may be seeing Judgment Day breaking up. But I'm just worried that Dominic is going to affect Rhea Ripley's win at Mania. I don't think he'll be around that long. You think he's going to be gone? Yeah. Because that little bitch boy was interfering way too damn much for my own liking. At this point, she she got a she has a point to prove against Charlotte. Against Beth and, and Edge, there was no point to prove. It was just to continue dominating over them like they have been for the last couple of months. But with Charlotte Flair, she's lost at every single turn. If Dominic is a factor the way you think that he will be, she's not going to accept a win that is that is helped by him. That's not going to do her anything any good. Because uh, even then, it's still going to be like, Charlotte's going to be like, you can't beat me without help. That's going to stick in her crawl. Think about how she feels now. Mm. You, 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 you came out, and your first thing was, I'm the NXT Women's Champion. You just won the Rumble, so why don't you challenge me? I'm ready. I've been ready. Then she got exposed. It was proven she wasn't ready. She comes to the main roster exposed again by the same person. Mm-hmm. By the same person. Like, Charlotte said it right when she said, I didn't humble you. I didn't put you in your place. I was teaching you a lesson. You don't bat above you, your, your weight class. You don't do that. And her problem was she wasn't ready. And she was hitting above her weight class. So it's like, and she can't. You, you're you not ready for, for what Charlotte has. And a lot right. of people shit on Charlotte. They give Charlotte a lot of flack. But you cannot deny that Charlotte is beyond capable. She is one of the best superstars in that company, if not one of the best wrestlers in the world. You have to give her her props on that. Every time she's asked to be put at the forefront, she excels. Exceeding expectations. You cannot say the same for Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley has some growing pains she had to go through just like Charlotte did. The only difference is Charlotte knew what she was doing when she was getting there. Charlotte took her licks. She got herself together. She got back up. Now it's Rhea's mm -hmm. turn. But if you're going to go out there and you're going to say, I got to redeem myself, and then you use your punk-ass boyfriend to help you, that's not going to sit well in Rhea Ripley's mind. If I'm thinking like Rick, Rhea Ripley, beating Charlotte on my own merit is the only way that I can do this. Dominic being mm -hmm. involved doesn't help me. It still means that I can't be her. And you know damn well Charlotte's not going to let that shit slide. She's going to laugh in her face and be like, yeah, you got the championship, but you had to lose this little punk bitch to get it because you couldn't beat me on your own. 
She did that with Carmella because when Carmella beat her to become women's champ, it was because the Iconics got involved. And then, you know, Carmella had to do all this sneaky shit. And finally, when Charlotte called her out, she's like, you're saying you can beat me. What have you done by yourself in order to beat me? And I remember that because then that's when Carmella got pissed. And that's when Charlotte was able to take over the advantage. I enjoyed the match more than I thought I would too, Tirza. I didn't expect the match to be as great as it was. And it was a good match. It was back and forth. There wasn't no like dominance on one side or the other. There was some repeat things we saw from from Extreme Rules. But we ended up seeing the tide change in that match. And I was glad because one thing I'm tired of seeing is Rhea Ripley's dark lip ass standing tall with her little Joker smile. And they get to walk away scot-free. She never pays penance for anything. Can we talk just- about... Can we talk about the fucking power bomb? Like they just let the girlies wrestle the guys and vice versa. Because when Beth had up Finn and Rhea had up Edge, and they power bombed them at the same time, fuck! I love women who could possibly kill me. I love that. That was. I mean, it had a lot of great spots. And like, shout out to Beth for like fucking doing the bull Nakato makeup. Like, I thought that was cool. And then, like, her and Edge had, like, matching gear, which I'm a sucker for. But this needs to be the beginning of the end of Judgment Day. Because going back to the men's elimination chamber, I have not seen that Damien Priest in a very long time. Agreed. Finn is better than this. Rhea is better than this. Priest has shown that he's better than this. What are they doing this for at this point? Dominic's sake? If he wants a faction, he can go down to NXT and join Schism. Or whatever or whatever uh, John Gacy's doing down there now. I agree that he needs to go to NXT. I feel like he could really spread his wings there. And because the guys there are still learning and getting their feet wet, there's a whole way about that they could be going in um, NXT that he could really thrive. From coming from the main roster, going back to NXT, Dominic could really thrive in that in that realm of that mixing pot of people. And I think he could learn some new shit. Like all of those people are a mix of wrestlers and next in line um, guys. And they've all learned the WWE way of wrestling. Like he really could benefit from being down there. They do need to bust up in judgment day, which I think that's coming very, very soon because they're going to start, they're probably going to start putting them on this losing streak. And Mm -hmm. Damien's probably going to get frustrated Rhea's going to be busy handling her Charlotte shit. She's not going to be around. He Dominic more than likely is going to be getting on Rhea Ripley's nerve, causing mm-hmm. her situations, and she's going to end up forcing him out. Like, she's going to end up forcing him out, which I think is the best way that it could have gone. Overall, this match between Judgment Day and the Grit Couple, I say it was a good match. It wasn't bad. I wasn't as invested in it as I would have liked to have been but i will say that they did do exceptionally well in this match and it was it was fun to watch i really enjoyed it storyline wise sick of this i'm sick of this and they need i'm glad they ended it edge and beth got their comeuppance on judgment day now they need to end this thing with with ray and everybody just moves on but like 
Didn't really care for the storyline, but the match itself. Very good. It was clean. There yeah. was like no botches. Right. Like everybody got like their stuff in. Montreal let you know how they felt about Dominic. <laughs> like loved it. And then I mean, as long as we move on from this, I'm fine. If they come out on and then like Corey said something. Um, oh yeah, when uh when Beth yeeted Dominic, I lost my shit. She threw him like he weighed absolutely fucking nothing. And I'm like, Beth, share your workout regime. I need these arms. Fuck, man. But um I mean this was a really this is actually probably a, I would call this the sleeper hit of the night because no one was expecting it to be this good. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna do our 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 favorite matches of the night once we go on to Sammy and and Roman. Okay. Oh boy. Um. I really wanted Sammy to win this match. I I really did. I was so upset that he lost, and it because I felt like they didn't capitalize on something that is there with Sammy. And it really could have just gone. You could have taken this so far. And I think what they're going to do is the latter, which is what I said in the beginning when they first started with Sammy and Kevin, that they're going to have them go after the tag team titles and take those titles off of the Usos. That's what it looks like they're going to do after Sammy and Kevin reconcile. Because Despite everything that Sammy did to Kevin and everything that went down with Kami, Kevin and Sammy, Kevin still had Sammy's back today. Kevin came out there after everything went down and dismantled the, um, the bloodline and really saved Sammy from a vicious beatdown, something that he could have left Sammy to get because at first Sammy let him get beat down. So mm -hmm. it was, it was really, I was like, yeah, Sammy, you got some serious, serious apologizing to do some serious knee begging. Like you got to beg, please. <laughs> like you got some I serious mean, begging to do. I like uh, this match. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I cried like genuinely fucking cried because like watching that promo like the video package they set up for it and like showing Sammy and saying that you know when he was in NXT he was called the heart and soul of NXT and it it really got to me because Sammy Zayn to me represents that person who has always been looked down on that you're supposed to be in the background of somebody else's story and you're not supposed to fuck I'm crying again um don't laugh because this is coming from the heart and you know you're you, you never are supposed to to get that gold ring that brass ring you're supposed to begin be like a background player and he played into that with Roman and I'm still like not sure if it was an act or if he was really into it or or whatever, but 
that promo he cut on SmackDown. And then, like, Cody hyping him up on Raw. Mm-hmm. That made me feel like I could go and tackle, like, the biggest obstacle of my life. And even if I failed or succeeded, I still did it. Like, that's what I was like. I was ready to go to war for Sammy, you know? And hearing the reaction that he got from his hometown and that his wife was there and his kids were there. And yet he didn't win. I wanted him to win because that would have been the ultimate underdog story. And he's the underdog. He's the underdog from the underground. I was in tears, man, this whole match. I was so wanting him to win and like when Kevin came out and started whooping, you know, their ass and and all that stuff, and then he kind of stepped back and let like let Sammy do the hula kick on Roman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? That's your friend. That'd be like, look, you're stupid, but I'm gonna I'll be the one who's gonna beat your ass. I'm not gonna let this dude beat your ass. Right. And that. It, just on an emotional level it hit really close to home because like there is friendship and betrayal and drama and like all this stuff and it's just like at the end of the day you go you give it a hundred percent you don't always win but you don't back down from like you know the giant that you're trying to slay and even though you and your friends may fight and each other and go against each other they all like real friends will always have your back and i have not had a wrestling storyline hit me this hard in the fields in a very very long time i i agree i think that both of them when you're outside of kayfabe roman lives in that heel life very well he plays that role very well And he was able to curate something for the last three years that all of us were invested in and captivated in. Like a lot of us were either not necessarily feeling Roman like that, or we wanted him to lose his championship time and time again, like give it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or we were acknowledging the tribal chief either, either way you were fully invested in what he was bring into the table and as the bloodline began to grow and become something even bigger it started to lose its luster and dull that shine and that's when sammy was brought in sammy they said at the beginning of the show sammy was you know got beat by johnny knoxville at fucking mania like he was all at the bottom of the barrel at that point yeah you know sammy was like i gotta find a way to get myself back up to the top and if if it means aligning myself with the tribal chief, I mean, I ain't got nothing else to lose. You know what I'm saying? Right. Life is life is kicking my ass right now anyway, so I like might I, as well. I, I need that paycheck to help me get through. Right. Like, I might as well at this point. It, it ain't it ain't going to hurt me no harder than it already has, you know? So right. he went on ahead and started proving himself to Roman and the group, but Jay Uso was the last holdout until War Games. And that's when things really started to pick up for the bloodline and how they started to move. 
And you start to notice that a lot of people started to really get into the bloodline because of Sammy. And Sammy became the focal point. He became the guy that everybody wanted to see. And you would hear every time they go to a new city, the reaction to Sammy got louder and louder and louder. He started having more fun on the microphone. And it was the oozy thing, making everybody laugh. Oh, my God. Like, he just has a way of being captivating and really pulling people in. Sammy's always been very good at that. And I just feel like now was the time to capitalize. I'm sure Roman would have easily dropped that title to him. And like I said last night, like all, well, the night before last, what was last night? All they had to do was make it so that Sammy won. And then Roman had the wise man come in and say there was a clause that he doesn't lose both titles. He only loses one. And that's you know, and then that's how Cody can have his WrestleMania moment. That's what I'm saying. And it still could have been against Roman. You still could have made it. And I just feel like not no shade to Cody. Because y'all know I ride for Cody. I do. I like Cody. I think Cody is a great superstar. And like I said before, the kind of character he wanted to create and be was not going to work in AEW because it's not that right audience for him to do it in front of. Right. Kind of character he wants to be now is where he should be in the WWE. So it works for him. My problem is they're putting all their eggs into Cody's basket. When they have, you have something in Sammy right now. I don't think it'll fizzle out and, and, and end later. I do think eventually the newness of Sammy being at the top will wear off. But Sammy knows how to reinvent himself enough to keep people invested. He's mm -hmm. not an idiot. He knows how to do that. So my thing is, why didn't you pull the trigger on Sammy now? You have it. It's massive. It's almost as big as Kofi Mania. Oh, my God. I was just thinking that, man. It's almost as big as that. You have the opportunity. I know them winning the tag team titles is going to be great for them. Kudos to them, okay? But I still think that the best opportunity was right now, especially Roman now, he's off kilter right now because he doesn't understand Sammy's momentum and how great he is. He doesn't get it. He's like, okay. I've been champion for three years. I've been the one who's out here proving time and time again that I'm the guy, and you cheer for this much. That's no how he's looking like, at it. No one likes you, bro. No one likes you. Every time, every time he's in a match, you get the match, the match is going. So as soon as they get the upper hand, here goes the referee getting knocked out. Here, here goes comes, one of the Usos coming in. Two refs got knocked out. Here comes the disqualifications. Here right. comes the beatdown. Here comes the doubles. It gets old. And it's, it's like I don't, I'm like, I don't have a problem with you guys moving forward into a new phase. But to me, Cody doesn't need both championships to do that. Well, he here's the, well, here's, and I'm trying not to put anything negative out in the universe. Roman's had that title for three years. He's had both titles hostage for three years. He's got to drop them. If he does not drop them to Cody, who do they fucking have? Because at this point, he's gone through everybody. 
I'm and I, I know some of y'all are hardcore Roman fans, but I can't take this shit anymore. Y'all are like people are always saying wrestling stagnant, wrestling stagnant, and it's no shade to Roman, but he's kind of stagnating it. He's held those titles hostage for three years. And every single time, like you said, we think he's going to drop it, some bullshit happens, and I'm tired of it. It's just so goddamn predictable. Two refs got taken out tonight. Mm-hmm. Two of them. Yep. And it's just like, God damn it. Like you and the shitty thing is you know as soon as the ref gets taken out, you knew that you know that's when the bullshit's about to start. I, I just can't I can't take this shit no more. I really can't. It was an emotional match though. You were watching it. Sammy would get the upper hand, and you were just like, "Dear God, please!" Like you're begging, you're begging, and it it just didn't happen. And I'm just like, I'm so tired of getting so close, and then it's just snatched from us. Like I think the only other time I was like really invested was when they were at Clash at the Castle. With Drew, everybody, even people who weren't even fans of Drew, was like, Drew has to win this. He He has to win this match. He has to, but he didn't. I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, I didn't, there was no question of him walking into WrestleMania as champion. He, my question was, he doesn't have to walk in as double champion. So nobody said he wasn't going to be champion. He definitely was going to be champion. He's the marquee guy. It'd be a fool. It'd be foolish to take both titles off of him. That's not what I wanted. I wanted Roman to walk in as champion of one of the titles and let Sammy walk in as champion for the other. And they could have let him go up against Kevin if that's what they wanted to do. They could have picked anybody for Sammy to go up against. Him having both of the championships, or rather him losing both of the championships, was not something that I thought was going to happen. I was well aware that he was definitely going to go into Mania as champion, but I didn't want him to go in as champion of both shows. I wanted him to drop one of those titles to Sammy. They could have swerved it the way I said. They could have had him drop the titles tonight. Paul comes out Monday and says that Sammy's only champion of, of SmackDown. He's only the universal title. He wants Roman's keeping the WWE championship. Fine. Roman then is going to be switched over. And then you have Sammy run as champion for the Universal Championship. To me, that would have been a better swerve. It would have been a better storyline than what we got. I'm not saying it wasn't great. I'm not saying what we got on the show wasn't amazing. Not saying that at all. I'm saying I want the title split, and this was the perfect time to do it. That's what I wanted. And when Roman drops those titles, he does not need to be in title contingency for a very, 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 very long time. I was aware that he wasn't going to win. I just wanted my scenario to go over and be what they were going to do. I was holding out hope that they would do that because I know Triple H likes a good swerve. He'll give you a good swerve. And it's just like, that's something that I wanted. That's something that I felt needed to happen. And it just would have worked. It would have given us 
that momentum going into mania, it just would have been something fun to, to look at and to see. And I don't have an issue with Roman as being the guy. He's done his job for three years. I'm not shitting on him for that. So but en enough is a fucking enough though. It's like, that's fine by me. My thing is Sammy's also been given a lot, just like Kevin's been given a lot and Seth's been given a lot. And, it's it does stifle half of that roster from having opportunities with Roman having the championships as long as he's had them. And it just even though he's having people go up against him, he's not going to drop them. So there's no point. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you're invested, you're watching it and you're like, OK, this will be the time. And then it's like the floor, like the rugs being pulled from underneath you every single time. It's very similar to what's happening with Brock now. The only difference is Roman's around more often than Brock is or was. So mm -hmm. you have that. I just, um, I'm just glad it didn't end in a Sami Zayn beatdown. I'm glad Kevin came out there to help him and kind of got like the second win. And it's just like, you know, okay, you beat me, but I got the last word on you. Like this time around. I just, you know, I just thought it was so cool that his wife was there and his kids were there and they were doing the Olay chant. And even, even though Sammy didn't win, no one's going to be able to take that away from him. Fair. And you heard the Montreal fans. They were cussing Roman out. They were like, he was walking past him, and they're like, we're going to fuck you up, man. Fuck you, Roman. I was like, Jesus Christ. Montreal don't be playing, child. Montreal going to be fucking rioting, man. They fucking, Canada's fucking they don't crazy. they tear city up, because you know that people know for rioting, child. And then, like, I mean, they rioted. I know it wasn't Montreal, but I know up in Canada they had like small riots when like the, one of the hockey teams lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm. And meanwhile, in Tampa, we're just like, yay, we won something. We won hockey. What the fuck? And then meanwhile, the Canadians are mad because they lost to a bunch of Floridians. They lost to the Floridians, child. They lost to the Floridians. They lost to the Florida team. <laughs> but I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of Sammy because here's what I would do from here on out. Roman is getting to the point of paranoia, right? Yeah, if he's not, he's, not he's, he's at there. Remember how I mentioned that, and it sounds cheap, but hear me out, okay? If they did this the right way, and if they end up doing this, I'm going to sue. Roman has pissed off a lot of people along the way in three years. Yeah. He has pissed off a lot of people. Mm -hmm. We have now at the time of this being recorded, we have 40 something odd days to WrestleMania. Yep. They're going, Heyman is going to try every little dirty tactic that he can with Cody to try to mentally manipulate him. True. But Cody don't play by that. He does not play games. And he proved that Monday 
when he beat the shit out of Baron Corbin for talking shit about his dad and his brother and his dog. But then again, I'd probably fight somebody like that too. Cody, don't put up with stupid bullshit stuff. I will give him that much credit. Cody yeah. can be a Cody can be a manipulator if he wanted to. True. He could get he could get Drew. He could get Sheamus. He yeah. could get um who else? Seth. Yeah. You know Seth just loves fucking with people at this point. Ray. Ray lost to him. He can get Ray. So Ray was, uh, you got Ray. Um, I'm trying to think of like it's been three years, so it's been some of the people not in the E no more, like Cesaro and um um Finn. Finn was a guy that he went up against, so you can um, Finn. Edge. Finn, Edge. Yep, Daniel oh. Bryan was one, but he didn't, he's gone. So right. AJ. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. So he's pissed off a lot of people along the way, and he's held that title for three years. If they do this right. Braun, Braun, yeah, Braun Strowman. Braun's another one I, too. I forgot Braun was. It's been a long three years, y'all. No, Braun and Bray Wyatt. Uh huh. Bray Wyatt too. So if they do this right, if Sammy can, because again, Sammy can work this to get his his revenge on Roman. He can get everybody that's still in the E. That Roman has had history with in the last three years. He could get all that to fuck with him. I would. I, every turn he would go to, one of them niggas would be in his face. I, like, I make it so that was his worst nightmare. Like he the, would feel paranoid for a reason. Like the lead up to it, like make it kind of like the non conspicuous, like just have Rey Mysterio sitting there giving him like the stare down, you know, or just kind of watching him walk by. Um, because I'm trying to remember who's on what show, so. I apologize, like if I don't. Well, like if he's walking out SmackDown, there's like Drew Rollins on SmackDown, Ray's on SmackDown, Kevin is on Raw, Sammy's Kevin, on SmackDown. Like Kevin could be one. Like no one even interacts with him. It's just like he's walking down, like you know, to the ring, and there's like all the people on Raw that he has, you know, history with. They're just kind of staring him down. And then on SmackDown, they're all kind of staring him down. And then when Cody, like, getting closer and closer, you know, Cody could be cutting this really good promo on on him and Heyman, and he could go, Roman, you, like, you know, not steal cage or anything. He could be like, Roman, you have nowhere left to run. And that's when all the guys can come out with Sammy leading the charge and just stand there, and Cody could be like, this is the wake of bodies that you've laid behind in the last three years. But here's the thing you forgot. If you're going to put somebody down, make sure they don't get back up. Because I could picture Cody saying something like that. And then Roman can get into that paranoid mode. There's room for the Usos. Like I was saying, like, you know, you still got the silent assassin solo. And if they start calling him that, I'm going to be pissed. Because <laughs> I, I will be, but I mean, you could. There's different angles to this, and then Paul Heyman fucking going in there, trying to hit Kevin Owens in the back, like, eh, eh, eh. and I'm just like, bitch, my eight year old hits harder than that. 
And then Kelly stung him. Him in the back was just sad. It was just sad. I said, okay, girl. I was skinny. We were in the group chat. I, I don't know why, but I was just screaming. I said, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. That's for Philly. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> why can't you make ECW? But it's like, that was that thing where you're in the moment. Yeah. And you're just like, you feel like you're there live in the crowd. And it's just, ah. Oh. <laughs> But overall, I mean, this was a really good show. And I'm going to be honest, it was a lot better than Rumble. I liked Rumble, so I, but I do think Elimination Chamber was a better show. And I liked the Royal Rumble. I don't know why people hated it so much. It was mad predictable for both Rumble matches. But for the most part, I liked Royal Rumble. I did. Um, and I love the ending of Royal Rumble. It was just, it was not expected. It was fucking gnarly. I think more. I mean, Rumble wasn't a bad show. It just kind of felt like it went too long. But I, I I know it. it, I was. It was weird. But this was just like so emotional, and it was a roller coaster. And it just when I'm like, I'm still gonna say this. If I feel like I'm in the audience and I'm watching at home, yelling and screaming and carrying it on. That means I had fucking fun. <laughs> True. It was a blast. It was a good night. Like I'm and the next one is um Mania, right? Yeah. There are I think there's any more pay-per-views in between now. Um and, and Mania. And Mania. It should be a straight shot. Which, I hope not, because I don't I don't think I would want to. I'm not going to watch a Saudi show. I'm just not. Mm-mm. And that's the only thing I can think of with another show is like they're going to go to Saudi. Overall, though, I will say Elimination Chamber was well put together. It was okay. well done. They ended some feuds. They didn't, you know, use others to start another one. But they did start some feuds with Logan Paul, as No Limit mentions. Like there was a lot that happened, and now we we're on the road to WrestleMania for sure. Oscar's going after Bianca. We're gonna see how they build that. Rhea mm-hmm. Ripley's going after Charlotte. We're gonna see how they build that. Those matches are set in stone. Okay, so you've got Charlotte going up against Rhea Ripley. Oscar and Bianca are gonna go at it. That's done. Yeah. And then you have Cody and Roman with the dumb undisputed WWE championships going at it. Those matches are set in stone. There are a bunch of other matches that they're going to have to fill for two nights. And I'm sure that Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley and the tag team titles for the women, as well as the tag team titles for the men are all going to be a part of that, including Austin Theory, his U.S. championship, and of course, Gunther with the Intercontinental Championship. It's a lot of work to do and a lot of things to fill, but um, hopefully we have some some good little pieces happening within the next couple of weeks and we get to see how this all plays out. If and we look, we, I mean, dude, I'm freaking excited. Like, this is how we should be feeling going into Mania. Like, this is, and I love the fact, 
that they do not have a pay-per-view in March. So that gives them some sort of wiggle room to come up with plans B through Z in case something happens between now and then, which I think is, is great because then they're not scrambling trying to put something together. Um, I honestly think Mania is going to be hyped. And I can't wait to see more of those commercials because when I tell you when I saw Seth Rollins as the Joker, I fucking screamed. I had so much fun with this pay-per-view. And I, I'm hyped. Like, I can't wait till April now. I'm very excited for that. I cannot wait. It's going to be a good time. So... My favorite matches from tonight, and then I'll let Alexis say her favorite matches for the night. Mm-hmm. My favorite matches for the night was definitely my number one is going to be Roman and Sammy because of the story that it had and how it played out. I was sitting here so ready. Like, I just knew. Like, it was just a lot with that. That was an emotional match, but a very close second. Possibly could take over is the men's elimination chamber match. It was fucking solid. There was nothing in that match that was bad. There was no botches that I could see. There were some slips on the rope. But other than that, they were clean in that entire match. The spots that they had were fucking amazing. Like, everything was so much fun. Like, if I had the time tomorrow, I'd sit here and just rewatch that because that was fun. It was so much fun. And it was just so much going on. And I really like the fact that, like I said, they had a lot of people in the chamber that you wouldn't expect to rise to the occasion, not the way that they did. And they really did very, very well in that match. I'm so proud of Montez Ford. He was my favorite in that match. Gargano did what he always does, which is be Johnny Wrestling. So he didn't surprise me as much as I was just like, hell yeah, Gargano, do you talk your shit. You know what I'm saying? But Montez just really, I always knew he had it in him. I always knew that he was a solid performer. But for you to be out there with former champions from either show and you being a former tag team champion in your own right, you've got Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, some of the most highly decorated superstars in the world in wrestling to date. And you're out there performing at a high caliber with them. That says a lot. Mm-hmm. That says a lot about Montez and what he's capable of, where he could go and what he can do. I always knew he could, and he just proved it to the world. And I'm so proud of him. And I know Bianca is giving him all of the love she can right now because he worked, almost outworked everybody in that match. He eliminated two people. Mm-hmm. He eliminated two people. In that match, he did exceptionally well. I can't, I can't stress it enough how well he did. I'm so proud of him. And in my third, it's gonna be the mixed tag match with Beth, um, Edge, and the in Judgment Day. As much as I detest that storyline between the two, the four of them, and just overall, it's just too, it's too, it was extended out way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good match. It really was a solid match. And they gave Beth the big showing. Like, Beth held her own in that match for a long fucking time. 
okay and there was some times where it looked like them hoes was about to lose <laughs> i was like not like this but they was able to pull it together and beat them and finally best that little gnat in Rhea Ripley and let her go on about her business and fly her ass over there to Charlotte and cause some issues with Charlotte. It just was such a amazing match between them. And those are my top three. The other two weren't bad, but they weren't they weren't like amazing matches. They were decent and they did what they were supposed to. But them first them three matches, those were my favorites. So top three matches for me, um, pretty much the same because like the storytelling with uh, Roman and Sammy and the bloodline and everything. And if y'all have been listening to the show for a really long time, y'all know I am, I am a bitch when it comes to like certain things. <laughs> Just say it. Come on. We've been doing this for how long? Four years? Yes. Just, you know, girl, come on. Uh, <laughs> like, it's just emotional. And, like, if I can get into a storyline that is emotional, give like, if you give me a reason to be invested in this, ask Tiff, ask Nicole, ask Janae. I will be invested in this. Like, to the end of the line kind of thing. Um, Men's Elimination Chamber. I wish it didn't end the way it did. I wish Austin Theory won clean without right. another interference or a whoopsie-daisy or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, I don't like Logan Paul. He can he can go to hell. And he definitely is leaning into his heel moments, okay? At least he's not his brother. Because I'm going to tell you what, his brother on the microphone, when he starts, like, that ass. was that was cringy as shit. As and like I me, mean, I remember like we were having people over for mania, and we're all sitting here watching this. And the my the my guy friend is like, is he? He's like, he is he? Is he acting? And me and my other friend are like, no, that's how he really is. <laughs> Poor and he's man. like, wow. Yikes. But I, I am so proud of Montez. I could feel his nerves coming off the TV. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, he is so nervous. And I'm like cheering for him. I'm like, you got this, Montez. We're so proud of you. Like, oh, he, you know. he looks so dope. The jacket, <laughs> the pants, his gear. Yep. He just looks so dope. And he still came out to his Street Profits theme. Still had the cup representing him and Dawkins. Like, that. that's what I was saying before. A lot of people yeah. is like, oh, no, Montez need to drop it. He need to go on his own. I'm like, he can do that and still be down for Dawkins. And they can still ride for each other the same way the New Day do with each other. They very well could do the same thing. It don't have to be a situation where they implode. I feel like that is a trope that happens so many times. And y'all mm -hmm. gotta find another way to tell the story. It don't always have to go that way. You feel what I'm saying? Like, 
I just, I'm just, I'm so proud of him. Like I, I really am because he did so well. And I was so, I wasn't surprised. I just was so happy that he performed at such a high caliber and yeah. he really showed the world that he ready for all of this. And Bianca's always known, like she's always known. She's always said that he was going to be doing great things. And she was right. It was mm -hmm. just at the right time. It, the timing had to be right. You know what I'm saying? And Dawkins is the same way. So, I, I mean, I agree. Like, you know, and it's this has shown that you can take it. You know, they can take people who are in tag teams and do more with them. I think one day he'll be a great U.S. champion. I think one day. Montez Ford, or not Montez, but I think Dawkins is going to be a great Intercontinental Champion. I agree. I could see them with the U.S. title, the IC title, yeah, and the tag titles. Yeah, I, you know, I can see Dawkins, <laughs> Dawkins, and fucking Montez are so charismatic. They are so fucking charismatic. Like, Dawkins is kind of more subdued, and Montez is the one that you're, like, the 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 grown-up who's still a child, and you got to reel him in a little bit, and you can't give him too much sugar because he'll yeah. go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, they, they're, they're so great, and I was so happy for him. And when he came out, I was just like, I told you, I, just, I cried a lot this pay-per-view. <laughs> I really, I think the only time I was so like gonna shed a tear was with 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 Sammy because Sammy's Sammy's match with Roman is just emotional. They did a really good job at telling that story. So mm -hmm. props to everybody, everybody involved, even Roman, the Bloodline, Jay Uso. Like I feel like Jay Uso is finally gonna be like, okay, you know, I got hit. You 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 know, you pretty much did what you did. So it's time to. Time to turn up the heat, and that's when we're gonna get the situation between Kevin, Sammy, and the Usos. While Roman is worried more specifically about Cody Rhodes, and you're probably gonna get like a triple threat match. You know, I'm not triple threat, but you probably get like six man tag before the show, that kind of shit, which I'm cool mm -hmm. with. You know, whatever. And my brother is here. Hi, Christopher. Anyway, hi, Chris. And then, yeah. um. Third favorite match would definitely have to be like I called it the sleeper hit because no one was really expecting it to to be this good. It's the Beth and Edge versus Rhea and Finn. I was not expecting this match to be as physical as it as it was. Yeah. Um, Dominic Mysterio just getting thrown. That was fucking hilarious. And then he ran like a little bitch. bitch. Such a little bitch. God. And, you know, like, I loved it on Raw because I went back and watched that clip and, like, Dom's car got declined. I'm like, oh, your daddy cut you off. And he should have been did that. Like, what is wrong with you? He, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to do some gentle parenting. I don't fucking no, know. No, fuck that. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of hearing that shit. Well, they keep saying that all over TikTok. Gentle parenting is where we're going. I'm like, okay. I don't know what gentle parenting is, but I'm not trying to traumatize my kid, but I'm also not going to let my kid run roughshod over me. Well, is you going to let Harley bust you in your back every time? Uh, Every I'm going to tell her. She thinks she wants to get froggy and um, put me down. She better make sure I ain't getting back up. Period. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. 
You ain't gonna let out and get your ass whooped. So also, my daughter, my daughter ain't gonna be a bitch. If she's gonna jump somebody, she's gonna jump her from the front, not from the back. I ain't gonna teach her that. Period. But like just seeing Beth and Rhea go at it, I would have been good if it was just the two of them. Like I don't care. I mean, it was a good match between them. I liked it. I didn't have a problem with them competing, but I like the fact that Trip Trip switched that shit up and was like, okay, we've seen Edge and Finn fight. Like, mm-hmm. let's let Rhea and Beth fight this one out. Let them be the lead out. And then when she did the, uh, and then I noticed like leading up to it, like her and Edge's picture on social media was Dominic screaming before Beth did the glam slam on him. Yeah, that's funny. And I was like, "Oh, they fuck, they they fucking know what they're doing." But it. I'm just, I'm just happy, like they won, and hopefully, I do just have an honorable mention when it comes to the um, to the men's uh, elimination chamber. Mm-hmm. Please give Damian Priest, because Priest was people tend to forget this. He was U.S. title. He was U.S. champ. They really had a thing for him. That's true. And then then for some reason, they just put him in Judgment Day. And I think that's seeing... I know everyone's like, you talk too much shit about Judgment Day. Fuck you. It's my show. I can talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. (laughs) Um, And if if something sucks, I'm going to fucking say it sucks. And guess what? I've been right since inception about these bitches. Ugh. Anyway. Just messy. Just I mean, messy. come on. Come on. You know I've been like this. And I'm just like, these guys don't. I was like that. I was Rhea like that. Them, though. Like, Rhea made it so that it was easier to, to, to stomach them. But as time progressed, like, it's just... It's kind of like damage control. The idea of it worked on paper, but then, you know, it's like... The actual execution is not going thorough. It's not there. It's it's like you don't you don't have to make it so that it's just, oh, okay, yeah, you know, um, we're going to try this out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, it's not the end of the world. It's not going to kill you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you, you get things better as they as things progress and you'll figure it out. But to me, Triple H likes to hold on to it, even if it doesn't work or it's not hitting the way it should hit. He, you know, lets it he keeps it going. Now, when it came to Judgment Day in the beginning, I probably would have pulled the plug right after Edge left because it just wasn't working. Like, um, Dominant was running around talking a lot of shit, then they brought Edge back. Edge ended up losing at Extreme Rules, and it was just like, okay, so where do we go from here? Rhea Ripley ended up being the one to go and get her own championship. Meanwhile, the other three dudes couldn't even procure a tag team championship. They couldn't even go for the U.S. title. No, so it was just like, what's the point of the faction if y'all have nothing to prove that y'all are at the top of the mountain? Like, y'all never had the titles at any point. No, and, like, we've said this before on the show, and, like, I remember Nicole saying, like, because one day I was just, like, you would think, like, them being, like, the ones who are want to be, like, the disruptors, like, you know, have that really high hope for um, retribution. Because, like, but Nicole said it. They're, like, they're just being chaotic 
to be chaotic. There's no reason why they're doing this. They're 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 not they they're not giving us a reason to be like this. And it's just rejoining them was just like so out of nowhere. And it's time for them to break up. Because like when Corey's like, oh, they've run roughshod over Monday Night Raw. And I'm like, I don't know I haven't been able to watch Raw much lately. But uh, I don't think they're running roughshod on anything. And you would be right. So what kind of show are you watching, Corey? Corey but, yeah. out his ass, so but, he don't fucking count. I, just, I decided it was cute when... Carmella was in the, the chamber and he's like, you look great, babe! I'm like, oh. Because <laughs> it actually sounded like he dropped that like character he plays and like how he actually is with her. At least that was to me. But he loves her I, 100%. I'll, 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 it, was, it was cute. Um, but yeah, if we could bring back that Damien Priest, I'd be excited for that. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with Finn. But you can't have Rhea being out here being all dominant and having the SmackDown women's title and then they go over to SmackDown and they start acting up and you got Hit Row over there. You got uh, uh, Phantasma over there. Mm-hmm. You, have, you got these like groups over there that they're are very action heavy. Yeah, and they're pretty serious when it comes to it and they're just going to be like, why the fuck are you here? Like right. you gonna think you gonna think Phantasma's gonna let Dominic Mysterio like after having that talk with Ray the other night on SmackDown? You think he's gonna be like, you are not coming into my show and acting like this? And you know, Hit Row's gonna be like, what the fuck are you idiots doing here? Okay. Beef at be beating up fucking Dominic Mysterio. I pay money to see that. I would too. <laughs> but so can can kicks a hearse. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna go up against, you know, Phantasma. You're gonna go up against Hit Row. What the fuck are you gonna do? Like, those are all options. You know what I'm saying? But it's not gonna be like. I, I don't know. It's just like it doesn't fit. Kenny just said, gentle parent, these tits. Girl, go to bed. (laughs) Go to bed. Speaking of which, I gotta go to bed soon because I got a long fucking day tomorrow. My brother's in town, so pray for me. (laughs) I think you'll be fine with your brother. If I don't look, the only reason I haven't killed him is because of my mom. So, yeah. (laughs) But But I get to see my niece. And she loves me. And I think that irks him. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Alright, Alexis. If you're going to go to bed, I'm going to go ahead and shut down. Alright. I'll, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say Elimination Chamber. Fuck it. Despite the Logan Paul thing, I'm going to give it an A. I'm going to give it an A. I agree. It, I think it was an A-plus pay-per-view. It was... I was very highly entertained. I was into it. It was fun. And most importantly, I wasn't bored. Yeah. So, that's it. But yeah, definitely an A. And, uh, 
Now we just get the build up. We got 40 some more days. Let's do this. Yeah, we're just waiting, child. We ain't seen Bliss since she lost her championship shot to um Bianca Belair. I'm curious as to what they're gonna do with her. Well, apparently um, she's taking she's taking a leave of absence. I'm like, girl, you just got back. So I don't she's been be weird. She's been weird lately. Like I'll I I can't really explain it, but when I do, I'll be able to. But she's just been acting real weird lately, like in in real life. So I don't know. Maybe she got knocked up. Who knows? Whatever she did, congratulations to her. If not, if it's just a mental health thing, get yourself together, girl. The WWE will be back when you come back. Mm-hmm. It should still be standing unless Vince decides to burn it to the ground. <laughs> Child, he just tried many a days and still hasn't been able to do it. Anybody got nine million dollars lying around so I can buy the WWE? Nine billion? I nine billion or nine million? It's nine billion. Okay, anybody got nine billion laying around? Can we start a GoFundMe? Girl, I wish I did. Do they take payment plans? No. <laughs> Shit. Well, Yo. I'm out of ideas. I'm out of ideas. Then fuck. We're going to post this on the John for the Count podcast. So those of you who do not follow me over here can go ahead and listen to me and Alexis rant and rave about Elimination Chamber. We didn't have time to do everything this week with the girls because everybody had to work. Alexis is in school and I actually had stuff to do this week too. So it was a little difficult to get everybody together, but I knew that at least two of us were going to be watching Elimination Chamber. So I wanted to make sure John for the Count was here to talk about it together. Mm-hmm. And Janae, Janae's got work and school. Yeah, I don't know Janae, how the fuck she does that. Janae's double down and on it. She's 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 a monster. You got to give Janae her props. But she was on last week's episode, and it was so much fun to have her back. I miss Janae when she's not there. In fact, I miss all of them when they're not there. When Alexis isn't there, it feels like stuff is missing. When Nicole isn't there, it feels like we're missing stuff. Like we need everybody on the show. So I miss oh, them. You such a fucking liar. You know, it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. You gotta have Alexis yelling at you. It's not a proper show without <laughs> Alexis yelling at you. It's not, it doesn't feel right. It feels like you're missing I, something. If nobody's I, getting I, mad about something, if nobody's cussing anybody out, the show is it's not a good show. Well, I'm no. glad I'm I'm the chaotic, you know, power that comes to the show. I'm <laughs> And plus, I've always said this. Each one of them adds something to the show that I just don't have. Alexis has an extensive knowledge in wrestling, period. Past, present, and future. She's very adept with that. I don't know anything about the, the history of wrestling. She has all of it. So I envy her in that. Nicole is somebody who's very good with knowing about the indies. She has her ears very close to the streets and she's extremely business savvy, which makes her just infallible to the podcast just as much as Alexis is. And with Janae, she's an X factor. She's somebody who has everything. She can talk to you about business. She can talk to you about the numbers. And what's cool about her is her ability to break it down numerically. So you can kind of understand it from that standpoint. They all add something to the podcast that you just have to have, and it just works better when all of us are together. So I need them. <laughs> Whether she believes it or not, I need them to be there. 
So I do uh, miss them when they aren't there. I mean, we work as a unit, man. And what, this year? God. How Was long have we been doing this now? Four years? We started in 2019. Yeah, it's 2023. Yeah, it's 2023. Four years this year, man. Four years. Man, crazy. We got one four podcast years. together. But you guys make sure you follow the podcast. I'm going to make sure I post on there every week. And every week that we can't get everybody together, we'll do that weekly podcast on Saturdays. That will go up. And I will make sure I have at least one of the girls with me to talk about all of the shows from that week. Give you guys a full breakdown of each show. Since we can't really do like a topic podcast every week, we can at least give you that. Okay. (laughs) So I am going to go. Y'all make sure y'all follow down for the count, okay? We're on Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts everywhere. You can even listen to us on Anchor. You can send voice notes on Anchor as well. We've got all that stuff up there, all right? And follow us on Twitter because that's where we keep up with the news, such as the Tony Khan meltdown that he's been having lately. Everything we do, we post on Instagram, but for a link for breaking news, Always keep eye on our Twitter because one of us is usually on there doing something. Exactly. And don't forget if you want to have, like, if you want to watch or listen to some something other than wrestling, because I know wrestling can get very, very annoying. Okay. Mm-hmm. To do the KTZ podcast. And on there, there's more stuff of what's in the news. And then, of course, Am I the Asshole posts and that kind of stuff. So I'm going to make sure I get those up tonight. Because I have them prepared and ready to roll. I'm going to edit this podcast tonight. And I'm going to have it up as well. So I will see you guys Monday after Monday Night Raw. And after this Elimination Chamber, I hope they give us a better Monday Night Raw than they gave us after Royal Rumble. Because that one was looking better. Because I didn't even watch that Raw. But I feel like I need to be compensated for the shit that I saw. (laughs) They didn't give us a lot. So I'm just like, they better give us something. On Monday Night Raw. I don't know what, but they better give us something. Now, Alexis did allude to Tony Khan getting into it with Ariel Helwini. And that's because he didn't like the fact that he was at um, Elimination Chamber. And he was at SmackDown this Friday because SmackDown was in Montreal. Okay? He didn't like that. And he started tweeting out how much of a hack journalist he is. And Ariel called him a snowman. (laughs) I officially like Ariel. I said, oh, no. <laughs> so it's a lot going on when it comes to the WWE and AEW and all types of shit. Tony Khan still thinks there's a war going on between him and WWE. And WWE is focused on booking WrestleMania and getting that shit done. I don't know what aew is doing i'm so confused on who's getting ready to challenge mjf is it full gear getting ready to happen in a couple weeks i'm gonna be honest i have not been paying attention to aew and if they're not doing mjf versus ricky starks i just don't fucking care and i know the last thing i saw was them talking about like like what you sent me with um christopher daniels being paid to talk shit about Daniel Bryan. And I was like... Because now Daniel Bryan's going... Oh, I've been looking for these pants. But, like, Daniel Bryan's going up against... (laughs) 
MJF for some reason. And then Ricky's having like a, this weird little offshoot thing with Jericho last time I checked. And I'm just like, I think it's AEW Revolution that's coming up next. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to be honest, girl. They got to do something because we're only two months into the new year. And I'm just going to say, if I worked in AEW right now and I saw Tony Khan acting like this over a freelance journalist who does not work for my company and he's a grown ass man acting like this and this man's my boss, I'd be embarrassed to say I work for AEW. But this is y'all's wrestling savior, so, you know, whatever. I don't know, but their next big pay-per-view is Revolution. It's March 5th. The feud between him and Ricky Starks is cold now. Because they, I don't know. Ricky Starks, we've already talked about MJF and what we think of his run. You guys can go and listen to the previous podcast that we put out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to rehash that. But Ricky Starks, we have been saying this for a while now. Ricky Starks is a fucking star. Mm-hmm. And we're not saying that just because we think he's cute. But he's got the sex appeal. He's got the athleticism. He's got the promo skills, which... I'm sorry, four years as a fucking company and you still have people who can't fucking do promos? What the fuck you doing over there? Not requiring them to do promos. And that's the shitty thing. Like, half these people are fucking indie stars before they get to AEW. You have a... That's another rant for another day because we've already... I can't beat AEW anymore because at this point it's just beating a goddamn dead horse. It really is. And it's just, I don't know I'll what the hell. I'm a little bit from Nicole because I know she wanted to come in. Well, if Alexis is tired, she can. I'll let her go. It's no issue. I just, I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it and I'll get back with you when it get, when it comes to the AEW thing. But it's, it's basura over there apparently, <laughs> and everything's on fire. But you didn't hear that from me, though. Because I heard that from Twitter. (laughs) But I will talk to y'all later. Y'all have a good night. Uh, Stay stay safe. Drink water. And don't be assholes. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye. I'll stay a little bit for Nicole. if she saw parts of the show or at least was able to watch some of it I want her to have her say so whether y'all stick around or not it's up to you babes but y'all tell me in the comments what y'all thought about the show is there any Kool-Aid downstairs? we drank all yesterday well now I got some money Should have ordered something to drink.
Anyways, y'all. Y'all tell me what y'all think in the comments about the show. Let me see if I can get y'all to talk to me. Because y'all don't ever want to talk to me. I'll be in here by myself. And everybody just be sitting there. They just be looking at the screen and shit. I'm like, well, fuck y'all too then, shit. <laughs> a bitch be working hard. I feel hurt. <laughs> and I saw that Kayla said her birthday is March 5th. Tears' birthday is St. Tears' Day, as she calls it, which is March 17th, I believe that is. Babe? Hold tight, y'all. So when the time comes, Kayla, it's going to be a happy birthday for you and a happy birthday for Tirza. And I got a couple things I got to do for Kenny. Kenny sent my mama some cookies. And my mother is in love with this little girl's cookies. <laughs> she said, Kenny need to have her behind work for these cookies. And she brought, she sent me some tasty cakes. And now, <laughs> my daddy ordering tasty cakes because they make them in her town. So, um, I have to have Kenny ship them to me because we ain't got the kind of tasty cakes that she got there. She got all of them, child. But anyways, I think I'm going to set up a P.O. box within the next couple of weeks. And, um... See what I can do with that. All right, Brandy says she liked the show. Good. How was the, the slam dunk contest, baby? You watch the contest more than me. Slam dunk contest is pretty dope. Uh, what's the dude's name? That one? Matt McClung. Matt McClung won. This nice little white boy was out here tearing people up in these basketball streets, honey. Okay, tore them up, honey. Every round. Oh, I just made on the first attempt. First attempt. Then miss a beat. He was like, it's over. I was like, oh. Then he started talking. I'm like, oh, you've been around some hood niggas. Okay. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> he just got have a little bit more swag. I just need him to go get his hair cut. I'll be like, all right. <laughs> I see you though. I see you. I see you, boy. Um, Kayla said it was good. Minus Logan Paul showing up. I kind of figured he was showing up. I told y'all before that this is this was setting up Logan Paul versus Seth at WrestleMania. I told y'all this. I enjoyed the matches overall. I give the show a solid 8.75 out of 10. That is a lot of points. <laughs> Was there jumping over car dunks? Those are my favorite. No. McClungo, um, McClung dunked over two people. He had them set, one dude sitting on his shoulders holding the ball, right? Mm -hmm. And he dunked over them two dudes. Two dudes didn't fall or nothing. It was it was crazy out here in these streets, though. It was brazy, as they say. If I pay you, which dub, because you're not doing it for free, can you send me some treats for my B-Day? 
what kind of treats do you want? Do you want like pound cake? Do you want like cookies? Do you want like brownies? You tell me what you want me to send and I'll get the stuff together to make it and send it to you. I got a couple things I have to send. So you tell me what you want. Yeah, so the next thing for for AEW or the next big pay-per-view for them is AEW Revolution, which is March 5th. That's going to be in San Francisco. AEW Dynamite St. Patrick's Day Slam. It's supposed to be 10 days after that. Battle of the Belts is April 7th. In Kingston, Rhode Island. Ring of Honor is supposed to have a pay-per-view. The Supercar is March 21st. It's March 31st. Um, AW Double or Nothing, May 28th. Road Rager, they don't have that date set. The Forbidden Door, Fighter Fest, Death Before Dishonor, Fight for the Fallen, All Out, Full Gear. And then they have something new called Winter is Coming. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's cool. People also make cool jumps. Yeah. Surprise me. But if I had to choose either cookies or cheesecake, I don't think I can send cheesecake in the mail because it has to stay um, temperature. But I can send you some cookies. That's not an issue. Just make sure you get me your address within the next couple of days so I can have it done in time. Hi, Nicole. Hi. How was your day? It was terrible. I was ready to go. Oh. We were so, so busy. And it was, like, jarring because we were so slow the previous day. I was like, can this stop? And then all these trash people. And then I had to, like, report that person to DoorDash. What? I had, like, I was in the back helping, like, one of like helping our my expo because we literally had a two hundred dollar um takeout order come in at eleven, and I was like Jesus Christ because I was like I literally hadn't ch had a chance to literally sit down all shift. I was tired. I wanted to like get some paperwork shit done, but I was like that's not gonna happen today. And I was like whatever. So I was like helping them, and my server got me. He was like, hey, he's like. Some people come in who came in who are dashers and they were like vaping as they were walking to the bathroom. And I was like, Are you kidding me? So I went up front to go stand, so like to wait for them basically to like come out. So I was like in like sort of like where like behind the bar, like where our one part of our server alley is. And sure mm -hmm. enough, these little ratchet ass fucking kids or whatever they're. They looked, the one girl who was, like, vaping so hard literally looked 12 years old. I'm like, where did you get this vape from? Like, legitimately looked like a child. But I was like, you know what? It's not my kid. Not my fucking problem. Oh, so shit. She was like, they, like, come in. They're, like, trying to sit at the bar. And I was like, excuse you. And they were, like, trying to, like, what's your Wi-Fi password? I was like, you're not vaping in here. And then she acted like she couldn't hear me. I was like, excuse me, do not vape in here. 
And they were trying to get the password, so I, like, ignored them. I was like, I'm not having you use my Wi-Fi, you fucking raggedy-ass kids. And so <laughs> I, like, went to go grab some because one of my posts actually again. I came back, and the girl was trying to vape, and I was like, I was like, if I see you vape one more time before you're waiting for whoever else, you need to leave my restaurant. And so the like that kid like ignored, like rolled her eyes, whatever, whatever. So the person or girl who who's actually the, the actual DoorDash driver finally is done out of the bathroom, and they're walking out. And as they're walking out, they're like, "You're a fucking bitch, fuck you, you're ugly," and flip me off. And I was oh, like, yeah. "Okay." So I was like, you're fucking dumb. So I looked, got their license plates because I literally followed them out. And I was like, sure, why not? So and then I immediately went on our went on our tablets, called DoorDash. And I was like, you're fucking stupid because I can easily find your information. Reported them to DoorDash. And then like banned her so she couldn't like, so she can't pick up orders from my restaurant anymore. And then I was talking mm. and... I was like, and then I literally got like, well, I had like my other manager do it, literally get the literally screenshot of them flip the one girl flipping me off, off of our camera. It says that to DoorDash. And I was like, I was like, have fun. Not working, but... (laughs) Yeah, has like have fun not also not having a job. That's trash. Yeah, I was like, that's so annoying. I was like, I gotta move out of here. <laughs> oh shit. It was just like so and it was like the day was fine. It was like customers were great, like even though like we had like big parties and stuff, but the last crop of people that we had the last two hours we were open was just trash. I can imagine. I was like, fucking hate tax season. Not tax season. It is. So, did you get to watch Elimination Chamber, or you only got to see? I didn't want. I didn't, like literally, we were so busy, and then everyone, and then even when we were slowing down, like everyone kept asking me stuff. So I didn't not. I did not get to literally watch anything. I watched. I didn't see, and the any of the first half. I saw maybe. Two minutes of the, I saw the end of the women. So I saw, I didn't even see Asuka make, make the pin. I saw her in the chamber by herself. Mm. And I saw maybe two minutes total of the men's and that's it. And I didn't get to see anything else. So I literally did not get to watch it. Oh my God. When you watch it, I know, the men's I'm, chamber I'm, is. I'm putting it up now. Everyone's it's so in. good. But yeah, I was hoping I was like, oh, let me. And then once I actually like slow down, I was like, oh, let me pull it up so to see the last match at least, and it was over. And I said, great, just great. Oh, the re- replay is available. They're getting faster at that. Good for right. Because usually you gotta wait till about four hours. Which paper? It wasn't Royal Rumble. Whatever was before Royal Rumble. I kid you not, I was so mad because it didn't, replay wasn't available till the next day for some reason. What pay-per-view was that? I don't know, but I was like, because I didn't end up watching it till like 
a day or two later. I think like two or three days later because it took them so long to put up the replay. I know which one you're talking about. I just can't think of which PLE it was. Yeah, I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? I think it was, was it War Games? It might have been. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I was pissed. I see y'all doing entirely too motherfucking much. Cause Tirza was mad about that too. She said that um they hadn't uh put up it was like it was extreme rules one time. They hadn't put extreme rules up yet. And then um war games, they took a couple hours to put war games up for the replay. I was so mad. I said, y'all are trying. I said, Peacock is fucking in the gutter. And my mom couldn't even get her Peacock to work. Mine kept glitch, And also, it's like once I kind of had time, it kept glitching. Yep. My mom was, was saying like, she had to come sit in our room to watch it because yeah. our Peacock worked and hers didn't. It was literally it was glitching on my phone. I said, oh, I know this was stream streamed. That's why I was telling them. I'm like, look, that's why it be like when it's like five o'clock. Oh no, I be on the app. I don't play that shit. I used to on the. I used to have to on the network. Yep. Peacock and not too too much surprisingly, but when I had the network, especially if it was like a big four like SummerSlam, I will never forget that SummerSlam where it literally glitched the whole time because there were so many people on it. Yeah, you missed like whole matches. I'm like, you know what? I was like, never again. Peacock was somewhere. Was it? I don't know. They were somewhere, and it was bright the entire time. Was it Vegas when they went to Vegas? I think so because I remember. Was it before COVID? I think yeah. it was when they went to Vegas. Yeah, it was like right before COVID. Yeah, because that's when stuff started. Uh, that's when stuff was, shit was starting to get iffy then. Or I don't think so by then. But anyways, yeah, I remember. By the time we went to time. Vegas. I remember it was bright the entire time and it yep. lit. Did Sasha's match happen already? I don't know. I had watched, I didn't know anything about Wrestle Kingdom. Or about that match. I didn't know anything about it. I know she was, um, it was supposed to happen, but I didn't know it happened today. Because I was, because I forgot, I was like, I don't know why I thought it was Sunday. And then I was looking, I was like, and I was looking at the date. I was like, oh, that's today. I didn't know it was today. I thought it was a different day. Mm -mm. Last time I looked, um, I was like, last time I looked, there was still like she. There was like six matches ago, and I said, "Oh no, that's a couple hours." Jesus, she top trending on here. Does she have the match already? Let me go look. Says she was paying respect to um to the late great Hana Kimura in her New Japan debut. Oh, she got new gear. It's different. It looks something like it looked kind of similar to some um my um it looked like a mix between her own gear, Naomi's gear. 
And Hannah's. Yeah. Aw. Yeah, because she got her gas mask on. Aw. Yeah, because I'm leg warmer. Scream Naomi. Right? She had whole dancers out here. Now she have these dancers. What are they doing? Uh-uh. What is this, Sasha? Bro, they had a whole hype squad. They could have wore better outfits than this. This looks it's like a house her. show. What is this? Set up. This is her new song she was singing. She was rapping in the booth. Oh, good for her. I don't like this setup. It looks like a house show. Why do they do that? I don't know, babe. It looks ghetto. Yep, battle in the valley. I think the match just started. It looks like it just did. All right, let me go find somewhere to... I got to go get my iPad and go find a... This is crazy. Oh, that's incredible. I thought I'd be the first one here, and I'm clearly not. Oh, when she met Kenny. You nervous? Why? I never, I never seen her meet Kenny. She said that was her first time meeting him. I didn't know that. That's crazy to me, though. Triple H was um, giving her full support um, when she decided to go over to Japan. She said that um, he was he fully backed her on that decision. Yeah, Which because it's say. stupid, and I don't know why people are trying to like be messy about it. Because I was like, her ass is gonna fucking show back up eventually. It's not probably gonna be anytime soon. Because like, if I was her, I'd be doing the same thing. You know, go to Japan do what she has always wanted to do. I agree. Yeah, like, what's, like, that's the whole point of them, of wrestling having so many different companies, having places like AEW, New Japan, and the indies being as flourished as it is now, which is fantastic, because that's good for the business. She should be able to go where the fuck she wants to. I agree. Especially when you get to a certain level. Yeah, like, she's, and then... I think, like, I didn't watch it because I couldn't, like, sit through it yet. I'll probably do it on my day off. And she was talking about, or I, I think she had an interview, and she said she felt like she did everything. To an extent. Yeah. She everything did. that she wanted to do, she did. Yeah. only thing she didn't do was win the women's championship at Mania. She dropped it to somebody, but she made history so many times, like... Sasha don't have to do nothing no more that she don't want to. Yeah. Um, I mean, she looks nice. I think she this looks wig happy. is better than that flame one. I agree. She looks very happy. Oh, okay, so the the leg warmers are what um Hannah would wear. Okay, so she she went full on. Who made her gear? Because I know her husband ain't do this. I don't know, babe. 
Oh, Kyrie's dropping that title. Kyrie got on her whole pirate gear. The big hat and everything. I mean, it looked like it's a small venue for it to be. I thought this would be a bigger venue than this. Oh, CM Punk is there, apparently. Okay. Yep, that, that is him. Who is that next to him? Oh, that's going to bother me. Hold on, I'm going to put this in the group chat. Wait, did Justin from Get Your Podcast go? I think so. There's a, quite a few people who um, I saw. There's like a couple people on the timeline I saw went. Like, who is that next to him? Like, I know who she is, but I don't know who she is at the same All time. Right, let me see. I have to look in the group chat. And um, Giselle. That's who that is. From Impact. That's Giselle. She um, they she said Jay White lost. Um, Kenny found out about that shit <laughs> real quick. Yeah, he lost. He's making his way out of there. So he lost, and I was like, well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he he knew, I mean, we knew. I mean, we knew he was gonna lose. He's on his way out. I mean, where is he gonna go? I feel like he's gonna go to AEW, but I don't know. What's the better fit, though? I mean, I think in my if AEW wasn't so crowded right now, yeah, I would say AEW go to AEW, but they need to figure out what Tony needs to stop watching SmackDown. True. And figure out what they're doing with MJF because it's not going well. I don't understand what's happening. It's there. not. It's they're not. going with like so many different people with him. Now he's on Daniel Bryan. And I'm like, so he's not going to fight Ricky Starks at any point? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Revolution isn't until March. It's just like, what are you doing? I, I don't. I, I would hope that they get it together. Yeah. Is it on Twitter? The event scene wasn't so... It's like, I don't even know. Their tag division... Their tag division and their mid-card division, i.e. like the Mid-Atlantic Championship, is doing better than our main event scene, to me. You're kidding me. And before people want to start, I think I I watch... AEW most consistently out of the four of us. Yeah, she does. I don't watch it at all. I try to watch it weekly. I didn't watch this Wednesday. Or I watched like half of the show. And that was like the first full show I've missed in a long time. But 
as a whole, I watch it more consistency. But yeah, their tag their tag division is really good. Well, it always was. It kind yeah. of dwindled down for a little bit, but it always was really good. Yeah. That I never took away from them. Yeah, their tag division, and and I'm including like the trios. Like that's yeah. like doing that's really really good right now. And like I love what Orange Cassidy is doing with the Mid Atlantic belt. Like I think that's going great. Um, Jade is Jade. I love her. She's gonna have to drop that soon though. I think she should drop it to Velvet. She's, I don't know. She got to drop it to somebody. She got to drop, drop it, it to and she needs to go, and anybody she needs to go but after Britt. Jamie Hayter. Yeah. Anybody but Britt Baker, I don't give a shit. Just don't give it to her. <laughs> now, um, Roman blowing that kiss to Sammy is evil. Wasn't it? I said, that nigga is evil. You got to watch. you That shit... I only saw that gif like as soon as I logged on and I was like, what is wrong with this man? He he's he's a menace. But I will say that they finished out that story really, really well. This whole pay-per-view from start to finish was structured right. They picked the right matches at the right time. Like there's some open-ended things going on, but when you watch it. It's the most cohesive show we've seen in a very long time. Probably since Clash at the Castle. It's very, very good. And I was just like, even Alexis was hyped for it. And you know, she don't pop for shit. <laughs> she, she was giving him blues. And Alexis was like, no, this, I'm, this made me amped for WrestleMania. It really did. The men's elimination chamber. Oh, motherfucker. It was so good. When you see Montez gear and him actually be in that chamber, that shit was lit. It was so good. It really was. I was like, you know what? Yeah, he's he's ready. He he's ready to be at the top. When you watch it, make sure you tell us in the group chat if you liked it or not and how you feel about it. I will. I'll do my recap like I always do. I have it on cue. I'm trying to... I don't want to eat this late, but my meal got disturbed so many times. I just, like, threw out my food. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I was like, I was over it. Well, I'm going to give you some time to get yourself settled in and watch the show. And I'll listen to your recaps in the group chat. If you put some voice memos in there, I'll include them into the show when I upload it. So, um, but it's up to you what you want to do. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go because I got to get up in the morning. I got somewhere I got to be. And I got to get AJ's stuff together for his birthday on Monday. So. Oh, my God. Our birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big man's having a birthday on Monday. His birthday is the same as Rihanna's and Trevor Noah's, and he shares a birthday with Charles Barkley. So, the only L on that list, right? Facts. <laughs> so, so, I gotta figure out something for his birthday because he has no clue what he wants or what he wants to do. So, I'm gonna go ahead and um, 
Um, oh, probably become a billionaire so you could be a stay-at-home husband like ASAP Rocky. <laughs> I'm sure that is People are trying to drag him. I say, y'all motherfuckers is salty. <laughs> because they were talking about her picture. Like, they're like, oh, it's, it's emasculating. She's standing in front of him. I was like, she's literally the cover star. I mean, I didn't have a problem with her picture. I didn't understand why people were so mad about that. It was like, well, I'm the man. I'm going to leave. I don't think ASAP Rocky care about any of that. I was like, y'all some low vibrational ass men that you are not that. It was like, I was like, obviously that shows that you're not comfortable in your masculinity. And he right. is. He out there sleeping in. Well, probably not sleeping in. They got a baby. And getting ready to have another one. Yeah. Like, you know, sleep until eight, maybe. Doing what doing her the fuck he's doing. Like he living his best life. Yeah, like, the fuck out of here. Why are y'all so damn petty? I just didn't get it. But I will see y'all Monday um after Raw. And we will talk some more about Monday Night Raw. I hope Monday Night Raw is better than the Monday Night Raw after um, Royal Rumble. It was cute. Oh, yeah. That, wanted, was, that was not good. I wanted a little bit more coming from there. So hopefully they give us something on Monday. I'll talk to y'all then. Make sure if you haven't seen my commentary on Elimination Chamber, you go watch it. I did not post Roman stuff with Sammy because I really want y'all to go watch it. Like, I really want y'all to go watch it. But at the beginning of this show, I was reacting to the end of the show. So, Nicole, if you do listen to it in the playback, you might want to skip ahead. <laughs> uh, I say about 10 minutes in because I was I was reacting to the end of the show in the beginning. So, I will see you guys Monday. Y'all have a good night. Don't forget to make sure you follow the podcast. I already mentioned them earlier. And I'll see y'all next time. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, everybody. So I know this was a long one. But listen, we had a good time. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We were just sitting up there talking, ranting, and raving. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. And I will see you guys in our next one. Bye.